you guys. Welcome to We're Podding This Together. It's the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening. I'm Josh. I'm Lori. I'm Sammy. Grab a rabbi's balls and start feeling the mojo because today we're watching Full Court Miracle. In this movie, a homeless man befriends underage boys and teaches them how to handle balls. I don't know why that sentence was hard. I mean, I know why it was hard to say, but it seems like the structure. Anyway. Because I accidentally left a word out. Okay. That, that's what it is. In this movie, <laughs> a homeless man befriends an underage boy and teaches him how to handle balls. This is not a decom. This is not a classical Disney Channel movie that I feel is a big part of my childhood. I can almost guarantee I had not seen this one before. I 100% can guarantee this is not one. I think one of the actresses was the girl from Degrassi, but I'm going to double check before I... What was his friend's name? I did not catch any names aside from Alex and Lamont. I thought Lamont was based on a real character, and he's not. This movie is based on a true story, though, isn't it? I couldn't it? find anything about it except for a couple articles where they're like, Disney says that this is based on a true story. Yes, I'm sure something similar to this has happened before. I feel like that's what Disney Channel does. They're just like, as long as it's not like Xenon or Luck of the Irish, where it's clearly not based on a true story, they're like, <laughs> this seems relatively like it's real tame. enough. I'm sure something of this sort has happened. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out if his friend was from Degrassi because I felt like she was, but I also have no concept. She was on Rick and Morty. Okay, you say his friend, but she really wasn't like that big of a part in this movie her whole storyline was like hi i am a girl and i exist in this movie and then she disappears and then she shows back up just to be mad at the main character and then she disappears again okay so she was she was in this movie the same time she was on degrassi which makes me think that this was definitely a canadian jewish basketball movie that took place in philadelphia I thought it'd be fun if we just took a moment here to s- test our knowledge of Judaism. Uh, this website is not working with my computer. <laughs> here, I'll just, oh no, it just like froze as well on mine. So oh, yeah, what? it works on mine. Josh, should you just give us like malware as a, in the form of a Judaism? <laughs> Um, you guys, what is the Jewish holy book? The Torah. Yes. It wasn't one of the options. The, it wasn't <laughs> one of the options. It's, it's got to be the, the Tanakh, because okay. the other ones were not correct. All I've ever heard of is the Torah, but okay. what is the diet called with which Orthodox kosher. Jews yeah, yes. observe? Kosher diet. You guys, how many candles are on a menorah? Eight. Eight. That's not an option. It's not? No. What are the nine. options? Nine, five, ten, twelve, or six. Oh, nine. Nine. Okay, there you go. Because I think there's like the because like the candle burned for eight days, and then there's like here's the real question: one. How long does Hanukkah last? Eight. Days. Eight days and nights. What is the traditional language of the Jewish faith? Hebrew. Yes. Great. I feel like oh, Lori's not giving me a chance over here. Okay. Answer faster. <laughs> what day is known as the Day of Atonement? Passover. No. Shit. What is it? Yom Kippur? There's Sukkot, Hanukkah, Passover, 
and Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. Yeah. Correct. Which is the newest, most liberal sect of Judaism? There's conservative, orthodox, or reform. Reform. Oh, yeah. I feel like I could answer you some excellent questions about Judah Maccabee based on this movie, if you wanted to find out some more detailed quiz. Okay, that's the thing about this movie. I thought, I was like, I'm probably missing all these subtle hints and, like, fun callbacks to the actual story. I, I feel like a lot on. of it wasn't subtle, though. There was the parts where he literally, like, donned weird Old Testament-style clothing, and there was the, like, typical Jewish music in the background. They made a couple references to the dreidel song. Did you guys hear that weird, like, techno dubstep version of the dreidel song that was playing <laughs> as they were, like, doing a basketball montage? No, but let's all take a moment and remember the techno version of Our God is an Awesome God. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Uh, it starts with these kids just walking to Hebrew school and chatting about basketball. Correct. That's <laughs> it. There you go. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we find that Alex and the other children are in school in Israel class. Oh, he daydreams about basketball in Israel. I was like, not understanding that note. <laughs> Israel class. Israel yes. class. <laughs> It's been a very long day. Um, he's talking <laughs> about Judah and the Maccabees, which is a story that I've never heard before. And the kid stops paying attention. He starts daydreaming, but he's still kind of, he's not paying attention, but hes he already knows the story because he daydreams this story happening in the context of basketball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was super weird. It was just like, he's like, I'm basically Judah Maccabee. And he's like dressed as some somebody from Israel. <laughs> In the year 127 or whatever that year was. Uh, 167, I'm sorry. I think it'd be Um, BC as well. Yes. Oh, 164 again. I apologize. 164. I should know because uh, Lamont's license plate was JM164, which isn't a full license plate in any state. But anyway. (laughs) Um, I like that he wanted to be somewhat... I mean, like, I don't know how anonymous he wanted to be, but he didn't want these kids to know who his name was. And he's like, let me just hop in my van with my initials on the license plate. It wasn't his initials, though. It was Judah Maccabee's initials, which was part of why they thought he was basically Judah Maccabee. Oh, yeah. Wasn't his... <laughs> what was his real name? Or what was his, his real name? His real name was Lamont Carr. Okay. For some reason, I was like, <laughs> oh, he has the same initials as him. No. I know. I thought that, too, for some reason. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll get there. I mean, that's basically where we're at. So nothing yeah. really happens at the beginning of the movie, but they go play like they're like a terrible basketball team. And after school, they all just go chill out on the basketball court, practice. But they're talking about how they need uh, a Judah Maccabee to lead them to victory. And yeah. they just look across the basketball court, and there's this guy playing, and he's real good. Yeah, Josh. Oh yeah, you know we're video recording. This is oh, um, no. this is the basketball equivalent of what happened with uh, the teacher. In I mean, this movie was kind of like a basketball version of Gotta Kick It Up. It was exactly a basketball version. He was of playing Gotta secret basketball in a very obvious open place near enough to a school that like it was their basketball court. Alex just sees this one random dude playing basketball and he plays well, so he goes up to him and he's like, "Hey, I need you to coach our team." And the guy's like, fuck you, kid. I don't know you. Yeah. (laughs) 
and tries to walk off and the kid's like i can pay you and lamont's like how much and he goes 20 bucks no and he like, did the stupidest he's like he steals his ball and he's like hey or he wanted to figure out just his name he's like yeah, oh whoever misses name? first yeah whoever misses first if I miss first, then you have to tell me what was it? Somebody explain this. Why is it so confusing? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter Basically, because they didn't even he didn't even do it. Well, yeah, he that's what I was thinking. Is like you give the kid, you give the basketball player the ball that you just stole back, and of course he's just gonna leave. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, my favorite he's though was just like harassed by this little kid. Twenty dollars to coach our team, and the guy's like, "You got a deal," and I was like, "Really? Sure. <laughs> okay." But, okay, to me it seemed like Alex was the only one who cared about basketball. And his yeah. team was not doing great. They weren't good at basketball. They didn't see, like, a reason to try. Which is why I was surprised that they were, like, in their free time. This wasn't practice. This was, like, their free time after school. They go to the court to shoot some hoops. I yeah. thought that was kind of odd. If they don't even like basketball, why are they there? But I, I guess they're Alex's friend, and Alex was like, hey, y'all, let's hang out after school. And then all of a sudden, they're like, wait a minute, you took us to the basketball court. <laughs> or, or so Alex's mom, like, desperately wanted him to be a doctor, right? What if all of their parents desperately wanted them to be basketball stars? That could oh. be the case. This could be like, uh, what was that shitty movie we just watched, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off? Mm-hmm. All of them were Eddie's that just yeah. wanted to cook. But their parents wanted them to play basketball. The kids all argue like what Hanukkah means, and like it's not all about the gifts. And I thought that was fun. I felt like they interjected a lot of fun things that like Jewish kids wouldn't get to see in the media, like yeah, because it's always about Christmas. There's no short of 500 movies about the true meaning of Christmas being Jesus, and there's not a lot about like. The true meaning of Hanukkah is not the presence. It's Judah Maccabee, I guess. Yeah, at the same time, like, as somebody who grew up Christian, like, watching this, I was like, I remember those conversations with parents around Christmas time. They're like, it's not all about the gifts. I'm like, isn't it, though? That's all what? That's why we're all here. I did like that um, Alex, the main character, was the one who was pushing that Hanukkah isn't about presents. It's about, like, the basketball. The, the miracle. <laughs> yeah. Um, it felt, because normally when you're watching like Christmas movies with kids, it's the main character who's like, no, it's about presents. And then they learn the <laughs> true spirit of Hanukkah. But this one, it's like, it's a kid who's already pretty well settled in his faith. You just don't see that that often. Uh, we do find out that Alex's mom is a doctor and she very much just assumes that he's going to be a doctor or a lawyer. That's Isn't that a Jewish thing to like, oh, the stern mother who's like very practical? I, I I wonder how true it is because that's what you always see when you think of like mm-hmm. the Jewish mother or the Jewish grandma is like, what are you going to give me kids and like get a good job and like that sort of stuff. So I like, I wonder, I'm watching a lot of this, like with the Jewish music they had in the background and stuff, like since I don't know much about Jewish culture, like I'm not a part of it clearly. I was wondering how much of that was, I don't know if the writers of this were Jewish. Like, I don't know how much of that was them trying to like inter- interject like Jewish ideas that they had you know like i couldn't tell if it was out of line or not because i'm not familiar enough to it like know if people would appreciate that or if it was something that was just kind of shoehorned in like would that be actually relatable for people that relate to this story (laughs) in the first place i don't know yeah like would that be like oh that's part of my culture yeah 
I think the mom does redeem herself in the end a little bit. She does. She's basically, so in this movie, she kind of took the role of our typical decom dad <gasps> who she just does not uh, her kid to do the thing that he wants to do or she wants to do. It was like, it was a real role reversal of this whole movie because also the dad was a real estate agent. And I was like, what? <gasps> oh, snap. At one point too, the dad said to the mom, and I think it was like one of my favorite like nuggets in any like decom yet was like, I think it applies to like a vast array of things where he was like, how old were you when you decided you wanted to be a doctor? And she was like, oh, I'm not, I was nine. And he's like, and like you made your dream comes true. Like he's a kid. Like why should his dreams be any different? Because they're not your dreams. I thought that was really cool. I agree. Uh, so they decide that God is going to send them what they need. And that something they need is that dude playing basketball in secret on his public basketball court. Uh, what was his? So what was he waiting for? Wanted to, so he was in town to audition to play for the like Philadelphia Sixers, which I guess is a not quite NBA level team or something. Okay. Um, he had knee surgery several years back. And so he couldn't play for the NBA. And so I don't know why he thinks now he can play professionally, but I mean. You know, what's funny is they're, the actual Philadelphia team is the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, I did think it was super weird. So they were looking for a Judah Maccabee and they find this guy and Alex is like, that's our Judah Maccabee. And these kids had no concept of like allegory or like symbolism. (laughs) They were just like, oh, you think he's the ghost of Judah Maccabee? And it was like, no, he's like a symbolic, like he is to our team what Judah Maccabee was to the Israelites. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's actually (laughs) Judah Maccabee. It's super creepy. So Alex writes down his license plate. Yes. And looks him up, like Googles him. And he's just like, oh man, this guy's amazing. His name's Lamont Carr and he played for blah, blah, blah. And he recently had knee surgery and all of this. And uh, he tells his friends like, this is totally our Judah Maccabee. And you know what? His license plate is J.M. Like Judah Maccabee. And it's 164, like the year that he... Judah Maccabee did the thing with the Israelites. This is such a stretch. But then, so he shows up to court again the next day. And Alex- Which, okay, come on, man. You want to avoid these children. Go to, there are <laughs> how many basketball courts are, Philadelphia is such a big city. It is such a big city. But I mean, it's not like he didn't have transportation. The man lived in his van. He could have taken it anywhere in Philadelphia. Uh, but so Alex approaches him and is like, hey, I looked you up by your license plate and i know all of this about you and the guy is not freaked out oh he's like i don't have time to do this right now and then alex turns around and he's like oh you do have time i know that you have nothing going on because you broke your knee and you had surgery and your wife and kid aren't with you right now what are you doing huh (laughs) i was expecting lamont to be like f off kid like i'm not having this goodbye if somebody's like Sure, I'll teach you $20, fine. (laughs) If some random kid came up to you guys and was like, I know your entire professional history and some of your personal history, teach me something, what would you guys do? I mean, my professional career is pretty spotty at best. I don't even know if I could write down my work history accurately at this point, so... I'd be like, I, I'd, I'd, I think I, overall, I would ask the kid where they got their information so I could use that to my own benefit. Be like, oh, can you like write my resume for me? Yeah. Because yeah. 
it wasn't a big deal that Lamont was black. They're like the only thing, the only time they mentioned it was like, dude, I don't know if like your uh, Judah dude was an African American. <laughs> like, maybe that's a sign that this isn't uh, the literal reincarnation of this dude. So the kids, like the second time he shows up to court, or like the third time, I think it was after they established practices. The kids are like quizzing him on his family history trying to catch him in the lie that he's judah maccabee which nobody's trying to say he is but it's like so what was judah maccabee's dad's name it was like uh matthias or something like that and his dad was uh, matthew his dad's matthew and uh judah had like four brothers and lamont had four brothers well he was like i have three i had four he was a cop in DC. It never says what happened to him, but you you know. They do start learning a lot from this Lamont guy. And like, he's... what is are seventeen fifty five is a real thing? Like, uh, is that possible? I mean, it's not like a football field length. It's like the basketball court, which isn't that far. It's pretty far. To me, it made me think of the pacer test. Oh man, the pacer! I forgot about that. So maybe it was that. I just googled 1755s and I'm getting like sex uh, camera lenses. Tax. This is our sports corner. Oh, there are. Okay, hold on. I'm pulling up onlinebasketballdrills.com, but it's taking its time to load. Here we go. 17s. Our players run from sideline to sideline 17 times. They touch each sideline and they count the last one 17. They have to go as hard as they can. So that's just like seven doing running back and forth from sideline to sideline 17 yeah. times it doesn't give you a time well okay but, and isn't the sideline like yeah the, the sidelines side, so like not even a full court it's like yeah it's not the end to end it's the, the this way so i feel like nothing. i feel like 55 seconds is doable i was having some flashbacks to gym class find out mom isn't a good cook and i couldn't tell if they were going the route that like her cookies were so healthy they didn't want to eat them or if they were gross and then they like tapped it on the counter and so it, like, break. one kid was like the last time i had your mom's cookies they like i broke a tooth so i think it's just that they're bad not that they're healthy i, I guess alex is trying to keep up like uh, getting enough money in order to pay for this coach and so he tries to sell like a bas- a baseball card or what was it a card, Michael B. I think it's probably a basketball card because I can't card. imagine That's... that this kid is into anything aside from basketball. That's what I mean. <laughs> That's what I mean. I don't. I don't think. That, I don't really understand the backstory on Lamont and like why he's living in his van here without money and sending money back to his family. I don't. I guess so. I mean, he he used to play professionally for basketball, and then he broke his knee, and he's got he's got a girl. And a child that he needs to take care of. It was never clear whether or not he married the woman. He was like, that's my high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And that's a child. And he never even said, that's my child. Said, <laughs> There's a child. That's my high school sweetheart. And that is a child. What and- if he, we have an alternate story where, like, she dumped him while they were in high school. And he just, like, has pictures <laughs> of her somehow and just keeps sending them money. And, like. Yes. And that's why he like he's just some creeper living in his van. He never even had a real career in basketball. And he was dead he's the whole time. Like, yeah. Like he didn't have enough money 
to have a like a hotel or to rent an apartment for months or put a down payment on an apartment. So he's like, I can drive there, live in my car, keep like trying to get a spot on the team. No, just <laughs> can you imagine like your husband or whatever goes off and be like, I'm gonna go make us some money. And you're like, <laughs> and then you get him like a letter in the mail and you're like, Oh, he sent money. This is great. And you open it and you're like, Well, 20 bucks. Like <laughs> <laughs> like oh finally a little little <laughs> jimmy steve and i haven't eaten in 12 years finally there's money and you open the envelope 20 dollars. you're using jimmy steve as like the theoretical <laughs> child name makes me very happy that you're not having children <laughs> jimmy steve <laughs> he says i can't afford to I need to make real money. Whatever. I don't understand. And so the kids need to start paying him. He wants to double it. It's $40 a session now. <laughs> and so they can't afford that. And so they start having a fundraiser and they get busted because they're idiots. Philadelphia is so big. Just go to a different part of town. They were right outside their school. Yeah. Yeah. So they get found out and the rabbi decides to invite not Judah Backaby to dinner so they can all talk and meet and figure out a real way to go about this. Mom is definitely not on board with this, especially after uh, Alex like ditched the hospital thing. She wanted him to shadow uh, another doctor and like just figure out what it's like for a week. I think I'm on team mom side because like look at this like he wants to play basketball but as far as she knows his basketball team is like losing it's taught by some algebra coach it's not really like a great pastime and she's here's what i want you to do just try it for a week if you don't like it we can like it seemed like she was willing maybe talk about it after the fact there's a better way to do that than you're doing this right now for a week no it's a week though okay but a week And during the practices leading up to the actual tournaments of the thing that he's really into. But as far as she knows, though, like their their team is garbage. Her like in her mind, the team is what it was at the beginning of the movie. So that's even more insulting. Like, oh, this thing that you really like doing that's not working out. Just forget it because it doesn't mean anything. The way she phrased it made it seem like it was like a program that wasn't always available and she had to like pull some strings and stuff. So it just happened to work out at like a bad time. But I think like a week of a week of missing practices, especially like knowing how shitty the team was, like it's not that big of a deal. So I agree with you. I don't think that mindset came across in her tone and she just never seemed very understanding of his passion for basketball. And she was very um, critical of, she was just super critical of it. And I don't think that's the way to approach it. I agree that a just a week to try something out, especially if it's really rare and she had to give somebody a job to get that position. She didn't say how she got that. Sounds like you speak (laughs) from experience. How'd you get a position on this podcast? Um, Okay, I think the mom was framing it as an either or. Like, you can play basketball or you can be a doctor. But what if she was like, oh, I know you really like basketball. That's great. But would you also like want to look into this whole doctor career and i really like it here let's learn more about it but you can also play basketball like there's no rule that says you can't do both yeah and he clearly gets fulfillment out of it it makes him happy and so to be critical of a thing that is clearly something that he's passionate about is just not okay the rabbi invites Lamont Judah to 
coach actually at the school. And I hope they do a background check or anything, but. Well, I mean, they didn't when they hired him, but then like uh, the, that one teacher showed up and was like, Hey, I noticed you didn't put your address down as he's like sitting down in his new office. And he's like, Oh yeah, I, uh, I just, uh, forgot my address. And she's like, okay, well we need it. (laughs) And he's like, uh oh yeah this teacher she has it out for everyone she didn't handle it well but i think it's she was kind of like you know in ghostbusters how the villain's just a guy who's like hey maybe we should have these like random scientists controlling this weird nuclear shit like for her to be like hey maybe we shouldn't hire this teacher who's a guy that some kids found in a van without (laughs) figuring out like what his deal is yeah yeah and you'd think like they're a smaller school and they probably have like a board parent board or something who like would be really mad if they just hired some random dude off the street. Well, it's a private school too. It's private school. Yeah. The address he ends up giving her is clearly fake because he's like one, seven, three, eight. Uh, and then he looks at a picture of Jefferson very obviously. It says Jefferson. <laughs> She's like, okay, that's fake. Uh, <laughs> and later on, she's like, I drove all around there. There wasn't anything. Um, but she ends up following him home from school one day. And I guess uh, Alex somehow finds out that she's going to be following him home. And so he he and the rabbi like made plans to save Lamont from being found out. Which the rabbi was super cool, but also like maybe he should have been a little more cautious about some random stranger off the streets taking care of children. I mean, obviously we know Lamont's okay, I guess, but so we're like, we're like, oh, the rabbi is chill. He's cool. But you think about it, you're like, (laughs) but anyway, so Alex and the rabbi are like, let's find some way to keep Lamont from being found out. Alex is like, oh, dad, do you still have that apartment that you can't rent out? So they end up putting Lamont up in that apartment in exchange for him fixing it up. I mean, it looked fixed up to me. It looked yeah, fixed looked up to me. Too. Really nice. <laughs> it's huge. It looked like an amazing apartment. And Lamont literally like just walks and he's like, can't afford it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is like, you don't have to pay and live here rent free. He's like, I can't afford the utilities. And I kind of liked that a decom actually mentioned that like utilities are also a thing. And then Alex is like, I'll cover it. Don't worry. It's like, I don't take handouts. Little kid can't afford like $40 coaching sessions. Whereas he, he like, I guess that's just like, he has no concept of what utilities are. He's like, I bet I could do that. Sure. I'll cover it. Sure. No problem. But also like struggling guy living in his van is like, I don't take handouts. Like maybe suck up your pride for a second. Cause yeah. this is a nice apartment. Alex's grades are slipping. He gets a C minus in history. Oh no. Not a C minus. And according to the rules, that means he can't play basketball anymore. And everybody gets really mad. At this or yeah, he's not allowed to play on the actual team. So the team's getting good. They end up liking basketball a whole bunch and he's mad because he's like, I brought this guy to us and now he's kicking me off my own team. But this was the chance for the other teammates to get a little a little focus, a little fire under their seats. Oh, we completely, she's not relevant to the plot at all. He has a random friend who he talks to occasionally and she keeps bringing up the fact that Alex won't pass the ball. So like, this is a point for them to get to play without having to try to like keep it from him. Yeah, they learn how to 
play together. They're like, how are we supposed to play without Alex? He is like, he is the glue that holds this team together. And Lamont's like, he's just one part of the body and you're all body parts. And of course the teacher walks in right when he's like, you're the booty. So you can (laughs) put the honk in the talk. He doesn't Uh, say that, but. Well, and as far as like in. Basically did. (laughs) As far as assimilate, like, different body parts are important. If Alex is the brain, then you're effed without him. You, you need yeah. all your body parts, but if you're missing one of them, it does make a noticeable difference. <laughs> the other teammates kept making reference to this one girl, like, Rebecca Goldstein or something like that. No, like, I didn't. What was that? What? I don't know. So, it was, like, when he's talking about, like, the body parts and stuff and... I think like the one kid, he was just like, you, you want to be like the booty or something. And the guy's like, I just want to think about Rebecca Goldstein. And then later on, like at the end of the movie, like a totally different kid makes a basket and he goes, Rebecca Goldstein. I think I'm making up this name. No, you're, you're, but yeah, that's about like, it. That's about, it was like, why are people referring to this? Like, we don't even see the girl. She's not actually a part of the movie. It was just a crush that one of the team players had, and they... I think a crush that all of the team had. (laughs) Because it was Uh multiple... It was, like, the the little fat kid said it at one point, and then the tall, like, curly-haired kid said it again later. They do this weird, like, basketball dribbling thing to help him learn history stuff, and then he ends up getting a B-plus on his test. It's like flashcards, but for jocks. So in true decom fashion, this coach who didn't want to coach and is barely getting anything for it and has a family somewhere else that he has a goal for, uh, he gets guilted into not accepting his dream job. He tells the kids that he gets the job on the Sixers. And the kids are all like, uh, why would you abandon us? We need you. Our tournament is in two weeks and we're fucked without you. How dare you do this to us? He's just like, guys, I need to make a living. I need to take care of my high school sweetheart and her baby. Uh, (laughs) How pissed off would you be? You were his baby mama or whatever. And he's like, okay, I'm going to leave you guys for a while. But don't worry. It's to pursue my dream job. Like, this is my dream. I need to play basketball. Like, okay, honey, follow your dreams. And then he calls up. He's like, actually, I'm just going to be a coach at a Jewish school. (laughs) A Jewish middle school, I think. I'd be pretty pissed. Alex approaches him after that and tells him how selfish he's being. And he only ever thinks of himself. And I'm just like, such bullshit. So, like, he's the one being selfish. This guy has a family he's trying to take care of. And he literally just got his dream job. And he's already been, like, going out of his way to help these kids, you know. And if anybody should understand it, it's Alex who wants to be a basketball player. I think he the whole time he was thinking that Lamont was this Judah guy that was supposed to lead them into victory. But he never thought that Alex himself could be the Judah. And that's something that the rabbi ends up saying later on. Oh, I thought you thought of that all in your own. No, I didn't. (laughs) <laughs> I, put, I even put it in the notes if anything you stole it from me oh gosh they end up going to finals even without lamont because and he like I'll, taught them he did what he promised yeah. yeah i guess the night of the finals there's a huge storm oh yeah pow pow ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. 
Um, <laughs> There's the, two uh, games going on right now. There's like the game game for the Sixers. And there's the tournament uh, thing that the little Jewish school's doing. <laughs> the power ends up going out, like, in the middle of the game. And, that was dramatic. Uh, it was super dramatic. And everybody's like, how are we supposed to finish playing this game? And uh, somebody's like, well, we could just have the game in now and whoever's in the lead wins. And the other team, which is like 18 points ahead, they're like, yeah, we're cool with that. Let's do that. Everybody else is like, no, that's not fair. Somebody shows up with a generator, or I guess it's it's been there the whole time, but it only has so much fuel. So they're like, all right, we'll turn on the generator and just whoever has, whoever's in the lead by the time the power goes out again wins. That seems very dangerous, but continue. Yes. And um, in the meantime, the mom is on her way to the game, but she stops to find Lamont, and I guess his car won't start. And she's like, oh, really? Check again. And he's like, no, I I just tried. It won't start. And she's like, no, check again. And he does, and it starts. And he's like, whoa, what's that? And she's like, she doesn't say it because it's a decom, but she's like, it's God. I did. Is this... Is this some a uh, reference to something? Like, is there a time when, when Moses's car wouldn't start? Yeah, yeah. Did you not read that part? I guess not. Up I no, wait, dang! It was uh, the ark. Noah's ark wouldn't start. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense, actually. Thank you. Mom gets the car to start via her God connections. Yes, she's like, "Hook me up, fam," and God's like. Um, and he gets it to start, so that means he's wait, coming I don't to help what that him means. in the game as like the last minute player to get the final like hoop. Yeah. Again, <laughs> he's just a coach; he's not a player. Like, what can he do aside from morale? <laughs> he Show walks up. in yeah. like dressed in their basketball uniform, like <laughs> like hello, fellow children. I'm here to play. He shows up, and again, we cut back to the, the court, and there's only five minutes on the clock, but <gasps> we don't know how much is left on the generator. They and try to figure it out. The math yeah, teacher, kind of- the algebra teacher is like, if I look at this uh, ruler, and I measured this, and the time difference it takes... You got so how understaffed minutes. is the school? They're like, algebra teacher, history teacher, basketball coach, generator man, like, get somebody else the thing that cracks me up though is that when they're looking at the generator and they're they how much fuel it has they ask the algebra teacher based on these two variables can you find an unknown variable and he's like no i'm just an algebra teacher and i'm like that's algebra that's algebra <laughs> that's the application of algebra yes but even then, it doesn't fucking matter how much time is left on it. He literally, he runs in. He calls a timeout. He's like, everybody stop playing. I figured out how much time we have left. Well, let's waste three minutes of it. Yeah. It, like, dramatic pause. It's and then, two minutes. Okay, but then <laughs> <And> finally. <laughs> Twelve. Final. Uh, seconds. <laughs> and then finally. The other team realizes, oh, we're in the lead. If we just call a timeout forever, then we can, like, win this automatically. 
But then God lets the generator burn for more than there was fuel in the generator. Oh my gosh, it's almost like that one story. Like, what was um, that story about? Was it the Titanic? No. Remember uh, the Titans. We are the Titan, Titans. We are the Titans. <laughs> Hercules? The kid. Um, Life size? I think it was Judah about oil. Judah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I guess there was like this point in time where there was a candle or some oil or whatever, and it was supposed to only last for one day, and it burned for eight days. Oh, shit. That's the story of Hanukkah. Oh, shit. Wow. So and they kept the lights on. For eight days. Wow. They played basketball for a while. Well, whatever happened on the basketball court with that generator, I don't know, but there were sparks. <laughs> there were... Yeah, it was super dangerous. It was a little crazy. Somebody needed to call HR or something because who is allowing a bunch of small children to play basketball on a field with a scoreboard that is literally sparking? Okay, I I, I don't I also don't understand how their first uh reaction was like okay, either we win or we can do like this really weird game that's based off of the generator. Or like, why didn't anyone yeah. say, let's reschedule for tomorrow? Yeah, just postpone yes. it. Yeah, they could have just said, we'll come back Pretty later. Pretty much what every normal game would be. Well, it's like the equivalent of like getting rained out. Like, don't they get, don't they play it later? I don't know how sports work. Can we make that clear? It, I guess it depends on who's running it, like... Because I think, what, like, for ba- for football, they just kind of, like, pause things if it starts raining and stuff. Yeah. Be like, okay, we're going to call it. We're not call it. But let's give it some, like, let's see what this rain is doing. Yeah. But then on top of that, after, like, it was stupid to agree to this in the first place. But they all agreed to play until the generator ran out. And then the generator ran out. And sure, the power came back on. And there was still five minutes on the clock. It so, kept coming in and out, in and out. So it's like, oh, are we done? Are we done? So they end up in the next five minutes, they catch up to the other team, but they're like, it's like 55 to 54. It's real close. And they've got 14 seconds on the clock. And then Lamont just like opens a door and he's all backlit. Oh. Can you imagine being that other team where you agree to rules take it back, and then this guy walks in, runs out the clock, but they still let the other team win. I, it was really weird. Like, they would have conversations on the court. It reverberated really loud, and you could hear it, like, in a court, a uh, basketball court. But there's also an audience sitting on all each side. So do they hear, like, every single word of these little conversations that they're having with each other? i just trying to put myself into the bleachers. And I'm sitting there watching this shit show with the powers going in and out. And these little kids who don't know how to play basketball are like, no, it's a miracle. And you're just like, can we get this over with? You have mom who this whole time is like, I want you to like learn. I want you to do basketball. It's kind of like a dead end. And then like finally caving and being like, do you know what? Follow your dreams. And then she watches this go down where she's like. Okay, come on now, really. I mean, she was into it. She had her moment with the god and the lightning. They win. They win. They win. They win at the very, very last. Although, the power went out and then they made the basket. And I was just like... Yeah, the other team won. The other team won like five times throughout the course. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they hadn't made the goal with the generator going out, like they ran... I just... 
No. They this won't. movie is called Full Court Miracle, though. So I'm like, well, there's no way they're losing. The miracle could be that they, like, got better and learned that they're a great team and that they don't need the winning to prove that they're a great team. No, it had to be literal. I that Yeah, fair. I mean, like, they took the whole Judah thing very literally, but it's also, like, another one where it's, like, if they if a kid like loses and they're like, well, guess God doesn't love me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a super dangerous mindset to put into children. Yeah, yeah. I I'm not sure how well the religious undertones worked with basketball. I learned a lot about Judah Maccabee, to be honest with you guys. Like, <laughs> not even yeah. like I learned so much. <laughs> I learned that if someone really likes something. You should probably just, like, let them like it. And if you want them to, like, branch out and learn some other things, you can suggest it. And they can do that as well. I learned that children should trust random men in bands. That's very true. Yeah. We need more trust in society. And that if you play a sport and God loves you, he'll let you win. And if you don't win, God doesn't love you. Nope. Oh, I want to read this. Can I read a review? Yes, you can. <clears throat> subject line is the phoniest basketball game ever um ah totally unconvincing depiction of a basketball game so many childish errors that credibility is continually punctured even the antics of the onlookers are poorly acted nothing looks goofier than poorly staged pictures of people cheering and reacting in an unconvincing ma- manner and am I the only one who thought the Jewish miracle message was a bit heavy-handed, given the trivial nature of the b-ball contest? I do applaud the attention and dignity that the script gives to the Jewish faith, though. The movie had noble, noble intentions. Movies get much, much better than this. I gave it a 4 out of 10. Um, did I write that or not? Because that's <laughs> pretty much everything I think about this movie. I really... Between this movie and, like... Uh, the color friendship and like a couple other ones I really feel like we need to do a better job in general looking ahead and being like maybe there's somebody we could get on this episode that would have some actual (laughs) insight well I did text you guys like three days ago hey this is about a Jewish basketball team (laughs) I I didn't believe you (laughs) I believed you but I still didn't like I I need to be more proactive about that. Granted, I admittedly, I don't, I'm going to say I don't know very many Jewish people, but I don't know that many actively religious people in general. I think I'm mostly friends with heathens and ex-Christians, so. Josh, are you, were you winking and then it turned into just like two blinks, like two heavy blinks? (laughs) Yeah, and then it turned into Because it looked like you're like, what do we rate this movie? Uh, I'd give it a Five out of ten Jewish basketballs. I'm going to give it... I didn't... I enjoyed this one in the same way that I enjoyed all the ones that kind of feel... They all have that feeling. Like, there's a few of the... All the true story ones kind of have a certain feeling. I don't know if it's because they're filmed more on location and there's more, like, exterior shots. And by location, I mean, on IMDb, it mentions this was definitely filmed in Toronto, even though it's Philadelphia. I don't, I already forgot most of it. The characters were like, they use a lot of kind of emotionally manipulative traits in them, I think, where they're like, he's homeless. It's the Jewish kid whose mom wants him to, like, it wasn't very deep, even though it was trying to have a very, like, faux deep message. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it, I guess, a five, too. Like, while I was watching it, I thought that I was going to rate it higher because I didn't enjoy it, but, like, it's already. Yeah, I thought it was, it, 
a watchable movie, which is above and beyond what most of our decoms are. But it just it doesn't hold up to scrutiny. Yeah, I I was gonna give it a lower score, but I will give it a four out of ten when comparing it to the rest of the decom universe. I think it fits in there. I didn't not like it, but I I don't. What was it called again? I actually would not because I don't care. Half I was court miracle. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, we're literally talking about full court miracle, and I'm typing into Google like miracle on the court. <laughs> <laughs> miracle, <laughs> miracle on sixty nine. Or... Miracle on lane on court sixty nine. <laughs> like, have you guys ever had a miracle happen to you? No, not that I can think of. Why? Hold on, I lost the the. Okay, there it is. Um, definitely not scripted. No, but the miracle I'd like for you to is for you to find us on social media or email us at Pod This Together. And if you liked what you heard, yeah. don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Unless it's a bad review. We'll take those two. They still help. Yeah, I have, well, like, give us your shitty reviews. I feed oh, on yeah. them. But rate us five stars. Just, like, write mean things. Roast me. Ooh, yeah, I like it. Call me a decom daddy. <laughs> <laughs>